You're listening to the Beside the Badge podcast with your host, Paul Bunker, veteran chaplain and friend to law enforcement. Welcome back to the second part of our two-part series on integrity. This is a big topic. This is a deep topic. Integrity. Um, Integrity and the badge. Wow. There's so much to say here. So one of the things that can happen around law enforcement is, and this happens around any number of businesses, environments, um, I have had people in businesses, so I'm going to step away from law enforcement for a moment and talk about this. I've had people who manage a business, who are just employees of a business, try to give me stuff that belongs to the business that is not theirs to give. I've had people go, oh, you can have one of those <laughs> based on what? It isn't yours to give me. You know, um, it's different if a company's getting rid of something and they're like, yeah, that's going to go in the trash can. Um, would you like it? We're about to take it to Goodwill. Would you like one? That's different. Um, it's different if a bunch of equipment was picked up. Um, there are times that equipment is given from one department to another. And I've had departments say, hey, uh, chiefs of police, sheriffs and what have you say, hey, Paul, I know what you do. And you go to these different departments. I trust you to dole this stuff out. That's integrity, by the way. Um, If I'm keeping it, if I'm taking stuff that I was given to go give to departments with the understanding that it's going to a department, and I say, yes, I'm absolutely going to go give it to this department, this department, this department, this department, and I don't do it, guess what I don't have? Integrity. I'm a liar. If I take a flashlight that belonged to a department um, and, and, and I take it from them without their permission, that's stealing. Um, if, if someone in that apartment gives it to me and it's not theirs to give, then they are stealing and I'm receiving stolen goods. I'm not a man of integrity. Um, now the flip side has happened. I've actually had a department give me the husk of an old flashlight. I do a lot of ride alongs and I, I oftentimes will borrow a high powered flashlight and have it with me because I cannot tell you how many times at a wreck I've directed traffic and let officers focus on taking reports, taking care of people. And I've helped direct traffic. I'll do the grunt work and I carry a flashlight oftentimes, but sometimes the beam is not as powerful. Well, I had a department give me the dead husk of a flashlight that was literally being thrown away. That's a little bit different in the sense that it's, there's no gray area. That is something that this thing was going in a dumpster. This thing was being thrown away. Um, This thing had been written off the books and it's gone. Okay. That's a different situation. That's integrity. And by the way, I'm replacing the guts of this thing. And I've just about got the last component and I will have a, a highly functional flashlight that I can take with me when I go on ride alongs with any number of different departments. And there's only so many times I can ride in a week. Oftentimes it's at night and those flashlights come in handy. Um, I've literally had a flashlight on me before when an officer I was with had their flashlight go down more times than I could count with more departments than I can recall. So having a flashlight's handy. But if a department turned to me and said, now I don't work for that department in any capacity and they go, oh, here, nobody will miss this. Take it. That's not integrity. I can't take that thing. Um, You know, that's actually a type of theft. That's a problem with integrity. If I'm a police officer and I 
which I'm not. I do not carry commission. I've never been through the academy. I'm not a police officer. I've just been beside the badge as a chaplain for 10 years, and I dearly love the men and women behind the badge. If I am, if I am granted special permissions, oh, we let that guy speed. He's our chaplain. That's not integrity. Um, if if I am a police officer, for instance, let's say that I was, and I can sh show my badge and I can get a free pass, that's not integrity. And one thing that needs to happen in the law enforcement world is we need to get back to a, we need to take a step back. I say, I say we, because I'm so close to the badge, I deeply, deeply care about the men, men and women behind it. I'm blue family. But law enforcement as a whole needs to take an enormous step back and look at and go, are we letting, are we letting people from other departments speed when they're off duty? Shame on us. The law is the law and there is a sacred trust. And I know this is not gonna be popular. Um, and, if, and if you have to hiss at me, hiss at me. If you have to throw tomatoes, throw tomatoes. But part of integrity is to say, hey, this is the law. Um, I, I was talking to an officer one day, he was very upset. He got pulled over by a state trooper and this has actually happened several times. So there's no one officer I could point to and say this story is, is, is his or her story, but they got pulled over by a state trooper and there were several things going on with their car and like something was wrong with the tags and, and, and something was like messed up with a taillight or a brake light and maybe a headlight was out and maybe they were speeding or I think definitely speeding and the state trooper wrote him multiple tickets. Yeah, yeah, because integrity and the badge should go hand in hand. There's a sacred trust between the public and the people that, as members of the public, that we champion and say, hey, listen, we trust you. There's, there's, we, there's a sacred trust here. We trust you to go out, drive fast when you need to. Someone's life is in danger. Drive fast and take care of the situation. There is a, a, a physical domestic going on. Um, get there fast. Um, Paul Buckner's laying on the side of the road after a car accident, potentially dying. Get there fast. Please, please, I would like for you to. I'd like to live. Um, that's a very real thing. Um, you are, you are status, you're listening while they status check someone from your department or a neighboring department and you're being dispatched or you're taking it upon yourself to go there and check on them. I don't have a problem with you speeding to do that because you're going there to, to check on somebody that could be rolling around on the ground fighting for their life. The problem becomes, and trust me, I know how hard this is. The problem becomes when you are driving normally and you're driving 10 and 15 and 20 miles an hour over the speed limit and you're pulling people over for speeding. And what I don't mean is to go, oh, well, I'm just not gonna pull people over for speeding because I do it. No, that's situational ethics. What I'm saying is be a man or a woman of integrity. Look at your speedometer and say, I, state your name, am off duty. I'm not doing my job. I'm not going to speed because I'm a man or woman of integrity. It's tough. Um, I had to rescue a girl out of North Little Rock one day. She's related to me. Uh, and uh, North Little Rock, Arkansas. She got kicked to the curb in a bad situation. She had nowhere to go. She had no money, and it was a very dangerous situation for her. She could have just straight up disappeared. I drove 100 miles an hour on the nose to get there to her. 
I exceeded the speed limit in an emergency. Do you know how hard it was on the way back not to speed? Because I was used to driving that fast. And I've never been through, um, uh, what do they call it in my area? Um, it's a, a driving course. I've never been, um, it'll come to me. I've never had that training. I'm okay behind the wheel. I'm definitely not like a lot of these high-speed law enforcement that have had this training. But it was very difficult on the way back, not, not the speed. There are too many times in and around law enforcement that people will say, well, I get to speed because I'm a cop. I literally have had people say that to me. Well, I get to speed because I'm a cop. No, no, there's a sacred trust. It's the same with this person's being arrested and now that the handcuffs are on them, the, the old saying, the handcuffs come on, the cops come off. If you continue to hurt somebody after they're cuffed and after they've stopped resisting, because I understand that is not, those two are not mutually exclusive. Somebody can still be resisting with cuffs on. Then there's an integrity problem there because you're entrusted to uphold the law. So I want you to say after me, um, I love Chaplain Paul Buckner and Chaplain Paul Buckner loves me. That's hard to swallow because we have to step back and look at this and go to go back to our first episode when we started talking about integrity. Am I goofing off at work because no one's watching? Integrity is who you are as I whack my desk. Integrity is who you are when no one's looking. Am I speeding as I drive around? when I'm just driving around, on duty or off duty. When I'm not headed to a call, am I speeding? When I'm driving to get dinner, am I speeding? When I'm driving my family out to a movie, am I speeding? Then I'm not being a man or woman of integrity. Ouch. That's why I wanted you to say, I love Chaplain Paul Buckner and Chaplain Paul Buckner loves me. One of my dear friends who's passed away was a pastor and he taught me a lot about life. And uh, he, would ha he would say that saying, that's a very real thing, being a man or woman of integrity. So um, I have literally seen situations where law enforcement officers have gotten free passes because they're cops. Flip their badge out a window, somebody sees it, waves, go ahead and keep speeding. They get pulled over, they pull their ID up and they flash their badge. It's not a free pass to break the law. I know of officers who have gotten drunk and gotten into fights, picked fights in bars, knowing they're not going to go to jail. Okay, you're no different than anyone else in that same situation. You're off duty and you're breaking the law. And those are the kinds of things, and it happens, trust me, I know who the good cops are. And there are many cops that go to their superiors and go, look, this guy just did this thing. And the bad cops end up, they end up suspended. They end up getting written up. Great. That needs to happen because we need, it's literally like purifying a precious metal, gold or silver. You turn up the heat, the dross comes up to the top. You scrape it off, pure metal, pure gold, pure, pure silver, pure platinum. We want the guys and gals behind the badge to be that pure, purified, refined, tested, we want the best. And if somebody is not somebody that you can trust with integrity, they don't, they don't pay their bills. They don't, they don't pay their debts between friends. Um, they deliberately shirk their work. They're probably somebody who doesn't have integrity in other parts of your life, of their life. 
that is one of those things that it's kind of like you've seen the piece of fruit that you lay in the bowl and it's moldy and the mold permeates the bowl. You know, my pastor used to say, my pastor friend Dave used to say that I'm going to make you a cake or I'm going to make you an omelet. And he would use these different analogies. I'm going to use the best of ingredients. If it's a cake, it's the best sugar. It's the best flour. You know, if it's, if it's an omelet, it's the best eggs. It's the best, best cheese. And, and so I'm going to make you this omelet. It's going to be delicious. But then I'm going to tell you right before you eat it that, to, that just one of the six eggs was bad. You're not going to eat it because it's permeated, it's filled, it's contaminated the whole. If we are not a man or woman of integrity in the easy things, uh, when the boss says, hey, I need you guys to make sure you're out there running traffic and doing a good job, that you're not sitting there just chewing the cud with your buddy instead of actually running traffic. And you see somebody go by and you're like, I really don't care. Well, that's a problem. That's an integrity problem. And I, I know, I know how tough that is. I've seen people who've dealt with that level of burnout. Sometimes they need to get away from the badge. Sometimes they need, oftentimes it's pick up a hobby, do something cool with your family. You don't get your satisfaction out of being a cop. It can be satisfying, but ultimately you're not going to find your purpose in it because half the time the guy's out of jail, the gal's out of jail before you finish writing your report. It's just the reality of the broken legal system we have. Um, so there's that. It's part of being and having integrity. If you catch a police officer's child speeding and you give them a, a warning, like they're criminally speeding, like 20 over, and they're criminally speeding, and you just let them go because, oh, well, that's my buddy Frankie's kid. That's a problem. If you expect that your wife or your child or your brother or your mom or dad you expect that they get away with something because they are blue family. That's bunk. And it shouldn't happen. It's a failure of integrity. And this is it close to home for me. Um, several years ago, I got a call. I was doing church security. And one of, one of the guys I chaplain calls me and he goes, Hey, Paul, uh, your kid just got pulled over. I'm doing 130 and a 70. And my heart hit my feet. And because I'm thinking he's going to jail because of how old he was, um, the vehicle's going to get impounded. He's on my insurance. His ins my insurance is going to skyrocket. And I'm thinking my kid's going to go to jail. And, you know, court costs, all this stuff is going to go through the roof. And so um, he's like, hey, come meet me. And I was, I was uh, doing security for a church and they were getting ready to pull back into their building. And he goes, I'm going to come pick you up and I'm going to run you out there and then you can drive his car back. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to be able to drive his car back. His car uh, is going to be impounded. The car that I own is going to be impounded. And he's like, just, just come out with me. And we get to the scene and my son is in, is in handcuffs in the back of this car. And I come up and the officer's like, hey, dad. And now he's calling me dad because my son's in the car. And he goes, I just want you to know that I explained to him what's going to happen to him. And he's going to, this is what would happen, da, 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 da. And he says, but I'm not going to take him to jail. And I looked at him and I said, you're not giving me, you're not giving him a pass for me. And he's like, no. He said, I give every kid that does something lunk-headed, I give them one free pass. Because my kid could have lost his license and, and honestly deserved to. Now I love my son. I love my son, but at the same time, lessons have to be learned. If we, if we make consequences for bad things go away, 
are our kids learning anything? And the answer to that is no. And so I'm like, yeah, you know, and he said, no, 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 I do, I do this for everybody's kid one time. I, I talk to them, I put the fear of God in them, I explain to them what's going to happen. And then they get they get community service, there's a fine, whatever, and that's all part of it. And then hopefully they learn from it because if they don't learn from it the second time, kabam, I come down like, you know, like Thor's hammer. Okay. I respect that. Let's take a quick sponsor break. General response, John Leo Riley, one of my three sponsors. I can't say enough about de-escalation training, and you've heard me talk about it before. And de-escalation training is one of the most powerful things that you can have. I've talked about it before that of all the tools that you have that can't be taken away from you, the ability to speak to people is one of the biggest. You, you literally could have your, your, your weapons missing, your ass baton is missing, your, your taser is missing, your pepper spray is missing, your OC spray is missing, um, your hand's broken. But if you have, God forbid your hand's broken, but you have the ability to de-escalate as long as you can talk and think. It's pretty hard to take that away from somebody. And I've literally seen learning how body language works, learning how to approach a situation. I've literally seen people de-escalate horrible situations just by the way they approach it. De-escalation training, you've got to learn it. And it, it's, it's amazing the situations that can be de-escalated easily and quickly with the right training. John Lee O'Reilly, gentle response. Second, got your six coffee. Got Your Six Coffee is my favorite coffee company. I drank Cup of Joe, which is modeled after a World War I, World War II rich black Cup of Joe. I, I joke and say, whenever I'm getting coffee somewhere and they say, how do you want your coffee? I say, black, dark like my soul. And my wife, if she's with me, invariably shakes her head and looks at me and she goes, he says that, but that's he's nothing like that, which always cracks me up. I love Got Your Six Coffee. They literally, they say there's purpose in every cup. And every time I drink their coffee, I know that it's changing the life of a police officer, of a veteran, a firefighter, an EMT, a paramedic, some form of first responder. They are changing their life with their charitable donations. They literally give away everything beyond what it takes to survive. And trust me, I know how this company works. They live very frugal to make this happen. Got Your Six Coffee. If you drink coffee, you need to be drinking Got Your Six Coffee, followed by Shield Force International uh, Law Enforcement Training Par Excellence. Have training, will travel. And uh, and Matt Combs not only teaches knife defense and surviving the ambush and all these other you know ethics and, and de-escalation, all these other trainings for law enforcement, but he also, he also teaches into the church safety world. And there's a lot of crossover today where law enforcement is being brought into churches and uh and the like so check out shield force international so integrity integrity is who you are when no one's looking we've talked about this and integrity is something no one can take away from you integrity is something you lose so someone can take my life someone can take my arm someone can take my my truck someone could take my house someone could take my job but they cannot take from me my integrity. It's only mine to lose. And uh, so that's my parting shot on that. It's ours to lose. Our integrity is ours to lose. And um, we can spend all the time we want polishing our badge and polishing our boots and looking as good as we can, but it's our integrity to lose. I'm gonna pray this episode out and uh, we will go from there. So dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for 
thank you for this podcast. I thank you for the men and women that listen to this podcast. I ask that you bring it to the right ears. I ask that you would protect them, that you would steer the bullets around them, literally bend the bullets around them, Lord God, that you would cause the bad guy to stumble if they would attempt to harm one of these. Lord God, we're in a an interesting time, political upheaval. Uh, as of the recording of this podcast, we don't know who our president's going to be. There's a lot of things that are up in the air. So we lift these things up to you, Lord God, and I ask that you keep our police officers safe in a time that many feel that disrespecting their authority needlessly is a thing that needs to be done. And I ask that you would that you would guide and bless and protect the hearts and the minds of these police officers, help them to find the right hobbies and the right outlets to be able to let go of the stress and to be able to go home and enjoy their families. Lord God, I lift this up to you in the one name that makes it possible in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Stay safe out there. I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Beside the Badge podcast. Stay safe out there and be sure to subscribe and share this podcast.